Monica. Hey, Monica. Ugh, where is that girl? I have to do everything for her. Her homework, her laundry, dishes. When is she going to learn? All she ever wants to do is eat, sleep, and listen to Oklahoma's premier anime podcast, A Little Bit of Anime. I don't know what all the fuss is, and I don't know what she sees in that podcast. I guess I better check it out. Hey, gang. With a collaborative effort between a little bit of anime and the Elijah Bailey Show last week, your hosts have returned from their super show to sit down with a magical guest this week. Listen as these three fight evil by moonlight and bring you yet another exciting episode of A Little Bit of Anime. Hey, what is up, everybody? This is... Hello. Oh, my God. There's a voice, and it's got some some things behind it. Sounds like she's on a phone, and she's not even in the studio, but I know that can't be true, because Monica's always here, right, guys? Every time. All the time. I'm in a spaceship right now. I got beamed up. Oh, yeah. You're in a spaceship and got beamed up. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is one of your hosts, the great, the immortal... Sailor Universe Squared, Elijah 5000. And then we have the very basic Sailor Universe, the vivacious vixen of voice acting, Monica Robinson, who actually just left a podcast and is now calling in for another podcast. It's it's crazy. I she, did. We went a little over. That's why you punch Nick and Kayla right in the face <laughs> and you leave. Tell them no right. no means no. Or go, go, go means go. That's what it is. Go means go. <laughs> go means go and no means no. They did say, Elijah, that you have beautiful muscles and that I should let you know about that. <laughs> Do they watch the video last night that my wife posted? I didn't know there was a video, maybe. Okay. I just thought that they were really appreciative. No, they're not. Um, okay, folks. So this <laughs> is what I'm going to let you have. Uh, first off, this is a little bit of anime, Oklahoma's premiere anime podcast. We bring it to you like you want it. Raw, dirty, clean, and Sailor Mooniverse. I think I... Sailor I Moon. Sailor Moon. Uh, but yeah, we... Um, bring you anime that you might have watched you might not have watched uh, if you're new to the anime genre we have what you need if you are a a very classic fan or you just have those anime uh, nostalgia just goo flowing through your veins you'll love this show because we talk about current and old anime and then we also have a segment called anime watch swap where we give each other an anime that the other one hasn't seen and we watch four episodes and then we dissect that today though we have a very special guest um the man with luscious locks they're so luscious when you stare at them it's not sink or swim it's just sink you just fall into them his beard is on point. I would call him a musketeer, but that would be disrespectful. The man who is a bona fide published author and who is also on multiple podcasts. Uh, last, I think it was two or three shows ago, we had Nikki Robinson. She butts heads with this man every time. And you heard her talk about this at the beginning of the show. We have Mr. Joshua Unruh. How's it going there, sir? It's going great. Thanks oh, for having me. Man, that voice right there will put... He actually had to go on a 12-year hiatus from talking because uh, we had to lower the pregnancy rate here in Oklahoma. That voice <laughs> will get you pregnant. Uh, but thank you for for joining us. Uh, I don't know if we said it on air or not, but we had to get you in the studio because a uh, little birdie 
you know, Nikki Robinson told us that Sailor Moon was one of your favorite anime. It is. It absolutely is. And as you guys know, I love that. You guys know that Monica loves Sailor Moon. She's Sailor Universe, which doesn't exist, but she continues to say it time and time again. And so we're like, dude, we got to get you on the show. We plan this like a month in advance. And then everything that could happen, Murphy's Law today has has trampled all over my my spirit my warrior spirit we're not letting that stop us we we are not we have the can do attitude of the sailor there we do we can do sailor moon absolutely yeah there we go sailor moon was a show that i watched with my sister growing up it was one of my first animes to watch uh my first shoujo anime to watch ever um and we would create our own sailor characters to play with on the gym at school and that's where Sailor Universe first came to be. That's where Sailor Which is Universe. My, like my OG Sailor character. You kind of get a Sailor Universe way at the end of everything. Right. Yeah. But her name's Galaxy, mm-hmm. if you're talking about that one. Yes, yes. When did you start watching Sailor Moon? 1995. Ooh, 95. 1995. And it, and the, it came out in 92, didn't it? Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, and I got to watch it on its first run in North America. Ooh, yeah. For better or for worse. For, yeah. For better. for better. I mean, it was better that I discovered it, but it was kind of a mess in ways that I... <laughs> I mean, because this is essentially pre-internet as we know it, and so it would be decades before I realized how badly Deke screwed me (laughs) over as a burgeoning Sailor Moon fan. And how many... They really did. How many versions of Sailor Moon are out? Oh, that's complicated. Mm. Uh, I think it's like maybe three or four. Yeah, something like that. Because, Because Deke... So Deke is the Canadian company that gets to distribute them in North America mm-hmm. in 1995 or yeah. I, that's when that's when they rolled yeah. and I think it was maybe roughly it might have been more like 94 I'm having a hard time remembering is the summer I remember mm-hmm. because Sailor Moon was on at the crack of dawn and I watched oh, yeah. it before I went to my summer job yes. at, the, at the second crack of dawn so mm-hmm. um, but they only ran 65 episodes mm-hmm. and of those 65 episodes some would get cut because uh-huh. they were inappropriate for American children. Yeah. Or they would be crammed together. I think the the final two episodes got turned into one, one episode because yeah. part of it was too violent. And are there spoilers? Right. It, do we talk spoilers at this oh, point? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you can. Just, yeah, I mean, all yeah. of a sudden she die. Mm-hmm. They all die. Yeah. It's, frankly, it was yeah, traumatizing as hell. Yeah, it looked like they just got caught. Like, like they had changed that version to show that they, they just got knocked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you've got, like, this Deke version that's kind of a kind of a mess and they did only show 65 episodes which by the way ends in the middle of an arc and then they would just start over at the beginning and you know what I watched them all over again it was I in in probably 97 or 98 I bought a Sailor Moon role-playing game because Mm. it had um uh, like an episode guide in the back, and I could finally Please find out what out. happened after those 65 episodes. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't have... That game is not good, by the way, but the episode <laughs> guide was worth every penny I paid. Dude, Are I... you talking like a pen and paper yes. role-playing game? Yes. Or... Oh, wow. I still have it. Oh, you do? Yeah. It's, oh, we gotta it is it. mired in the 90s. I mean, I mean, because I'm a role-play gamer from like 10, 11, 12 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, and I've done some game design myself the last few years, and it is... A very 90s game. It does not actually do anything that you would want a Sailor game to do. But it had an episode guide so I could finally figure out what happened after uh, after 65 episodes. Mm. And you kind of hit on something, being like uh, 
playing the games, I kind of, I was talking to somebody about board games and D and D and stuff like that. And I was like, really, it's, you know, it prepares you to be like a writer, like on a show or a film, because you're sitting down with other people cohesively making this story, building this story. Yeah. There's a collaborative storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. With, with, uh, with elements of chance. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, I used to joke, uh, that it was like, so, you know, yeah, you can use your D and D session as a writing planning, Mm -hmm. as long as you're prepared for your main character to drop dead (laughs) because they failed their climb roll, uh, right in the middle of everything. (laughs) You know, it's not necessarily the best way to run things, but but it's fun at the table. Yeah. 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 You could do it. But the, the, the one bit of sort of revolutionary thing for, RPGs in the late 90s, at least as far as the ones that I played, mm-hmm. um, was that you could play either a Senshi or a Protector, which yeah. is what they called the uh, uh, Tuxedo Mask Moonlight mm-hmm. Night area. And by the way, if you're playing a Senshi, you're playing a girl. Mm. And if you're playing a protector, you're playing a dude. And by the way, they are way underpowered. Like you will not have Aww. like, no, it's, but it's accurate. Tuxedo mask is useless. Yeah. He's yeah. Pretty lame. Yeah. Um, now, uh, for like crystal, for crystal, mm-hmm. they really did more with him. Like they did in the manga where rather than just being useless, he's a supporting character, right? Yeah. Like he's very much mm-hmm. what we would treat like the female love interest in an adventure story. You know, where he is the support. He is the one who's like, go out and go get him. And, and really, you know, in some ways, literally keeps the home fires burning. So he's not quite so useless when they actually, you know, kind of look at the manga more. But definitely that 92 anime, he is rousing speech. Rose. And I'm yeah, out. That's you all know, he needs. It's not great. Right. Not great. Right. Peace. I think he takes pieces out. Yeah, that's all he needs to do, dude. That's all the man needs to do. And then he turned into like the Arabian. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Kind of look the the most racist possible. I mean, just yes, the Moonlight Night was yeah quite a choice. <laughs> of all things, to not edit out. Why would they need to edit that out? It's just so the Moonlight Night. Yeah, was that not I like think... the bee's knees? No. <laughs> there we go. No, it's just not like the, good. Like everyone knew who it was. Well, I mean, that's a whole, the fact that everybody should recognize who the secret characters are way ahead of when they do is just part of the deal. But it's Mm -hmm. also the fact that he's just, uh, well, none of that's in the manga. And that's one deal that I didn't, I mean, after I watched Sailor Moon on Toonami, I like it because it took me a while to, to figure out there were manga out there for the shows I did enjoy. Yeah. And Sailor Moon was like on the back burner because I'd watched Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and then um, Gundam. And you're just like trying to go through all the, I mean, the boy action stuff yeah. versus the magical, magical girl fantasy. But um, I hear that all the time that the manga and anime differed so much that it's like Star Wars or anything else. You have to go back to read that content to kind of fill in those gaps. And I think that typically happens with the translation for any of these anime. Uh, so a th- I have kind of like a mixed feeling about the 92 anime now where some of the changes they made brought it more in line with like Western superhero stuff, yeah. which is kind of interesting, right? Like where you give, some of these ideas room to breathe that the manga just does not have. Like the manga yeah. just has a rocket strap to the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that I mean, when, which is cool. Like yeah. it's just it's just a difference, right? Mm-hmm. It's not neither one is is better or worse. And in some cases, like I say, the the idea that like uh, that we can do memes about Jedi's crazy <laughs> schemes because yeah. he gets to do fifty crazy schemes mm-hmm. is pretty cool and more like a Western supervillain, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it would shoot it in the foot some because you had like nobody's relationships could evolve. Yeah. Because we were just going to have to pick up where the manga did later. So it's like you have Ray being awful to Usagi for so much longer than it makes any sense. Like, I get them not getting along at yeah. the beginning, but it but just like, goes, you guys are a team. Oh, like, yeah. what the right. heck is going on? Um, so, so it's kind of a now I have like a real mixed bag feeling to mm-hmm. it. Um, going back and rewatching it, I, I was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. bits of it, I was like, cool, more like Spider-Man. And other times <laughs> I was like, uh, this adaptation needs some work. And it kind of that kind of falls into with uh, other anime and manga like Inuyasha. Like they put some of the stuff up. But I mean, even though there was a lot of gore, I guess you would call it gore at that time mm-hmm. for the American public for Inuyasha. You also had like the uh, the relationships. There were some of them mm-hmm. were two adults, so they didn't get broadcast. And that's why we have like. 35 versions of Inuyasha now plus mm. 20 movies and all that other stuff but I feel like with the uh, tones uh, the sexuality tones like these high schoolers figuring out are am I straight am I lesbian or or what's going on plus um, oh yeah in 92 kinda, yeah. not happening yeah not ha- they straight changed the gender of somebody in all the dialogue oh, yeah. um so in those original suit, 65 episodes so that, yeah, the so they weren't a gay couple. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's not. No, they were cousins. Uh, yeah. Which does Did not I explain it, all the holding hands and it moon actually eyes. It seem creepier. It's actually creepier. Yeah. It's, you're getting into some like a uh, Quicksilver Scarlet Witch area and I'm not cool mm, with it. Don't. I'm don't, not cool with it. Because that's exactly where my head was going. <laughs> Uh, what, what were some of the things that kind of stood out to you as you watched? Because did, did you watch the anime and then jump on the manga, uh, Monica? Or did you just watch the anime and then like later on, you know, like when you're forcing me to read some of these manga you force on me, then you started diving into it? <laughs> well, no, I actually, I haven't read very much of the manga at all. Like I read some of the end things because I wanted to see how this, how this series ended. Um but for me, it was mostly the cartoon um, the 92? and like the different renditions it went through. I think I had a real hard time with the the fact that they did the name changes mm, made yeah. it a little bit more difficult to go through and find the actual Japanese and, and tell and people about the name changes. We talked about Lord. this before too. They're not all great. <laughs> no, like like for me, like Sandra Jupiter is Lita. Like I have to really think what her name is. Is it Minato? In in the Japanese yeah, Makoto. version, Makuro. Makoto, yeah, Makuro? yeah, Makoto, Makoto, yeah, yeah. So like the only ones that are the same, but not even not even Sailor Moon. Like Sailor Moon's whole name changed. Yeah. So Ami gets to be Amy, mm-hmm. and Ray gets to be Ray, and everybody else right. gets changed. changed. Yeah, but at least well, Mina's kind of close. That's true. That's true. That's in that's in the area, but um, yeah. At least they tried to keep some of the uh like um like there's a lot of mytho historical things behind a lot of their names especially sailor moons and so they at least kind of tried to keep that with serena being a goddess of the moon Mm -hmm. and you know that kind of thing but i mean exactly and then emion is the prince of the earth like it's actually greek right is it a greek mythology that's the other thing 
as I'm kind of an armchair folklorist, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's that's why I like superhero stuff. All right. To be honest, that's not true. I like superhero stuff. And that's why I came (laughs) around to being a folklorist. But yeah, it is this weird mishmash of classical mythology and like classical Western mythology and classical Eastern mythology. So, yeah, to your why didn't they figure out who everybody Uh was like you're looking for a missing moon princess. Mm hmm. And this girl's name is literally Moon Rabbit. <laughs> Moon Rabbit yep. Princess is her name. Might be her. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, but you can't be too sure. That's Maybe just check the yellow pages. Problem solved. <laughs> check the yellow, yeah. So, yeah, okay, that's interesting. So you're still thinking of them in terms of their American names. Yes, yes. I still, like, even, even with uh, Crystal being out, like, I still have mm. a hard time, like, if it's right. just, like, if the visual representation isn't also there for me to, like, oh, yeah, that's who they're talking about. I, I understand I, this. I, I, yeah. Remembering their, the switching them in my head is really hard for me. Yeah, because that was kind of like uh, Ronin Warriors. Then they, they uh, bring it over here. They've, they've got the copyright to it, and it's the troopers. You're like, what? This isn't true. This is Ronin Warriors. Like, yeah. no, 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 it's not. <laughs> I mean, it happens. Yeah. It happens a lot, though. And, like, again, we tell everybody to stream or watch your anime legally, but it's it's different and it was harder. Oh, it's I mean, that was essentially impossible mm-hmm. when I was discovering this um, when I was and I did not buy a lot of it because of yeah. this. But it was mm-hmm. like three episodes on a VHS yeah. Yeah. for yep. 60 or 80 bucks. Yes. Yes. That's and, when you had to know somebody and go to the back alleys and like you're yeah. buying drugs. Like, hey, do you got mm-hmm. you know burn up W or Sailor Moon? Like, yeah, yeah, that $5. was it. That yeah. was it. It was pricey, and so I just and then a lot of it because uh, after those sixty five episodes mm-hmm. um, until Cartoon Network picked it up, uh, there was no way. Like, there wasn't any way to get anything past those sixty five episodes of Sailor Moon. Like, that's why I was like, well, I guess I'll read this episode guide, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's what I'm going to get. Because I, um, I don't know how long it was after they switched from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z, but it was a while. And I remember we had a uh, uh, is a martial arts deal tournament coming up the next day or going somewhere. We all s- slept over, and uh, it wasn't too many people that had computers, but Matt and Michael yeah. had one. And then you get to watch a full episode of Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball or whatever in Japanese in like three to five minute clips, and you'd piece them to piece them together. And oh, this yep. is the, that yeah. blue saga was long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was. That, that was, was my life. life. <laughs> that was the life. That was the deal. To the to the to the point that so manga being as available mm-hmm. as it is now yeah. was such a foreign concept to me mm-hmm. because of my age that it wasn't until my son and I were watching Sailor Moon mm-hmm. that we were watching Crystal and we got to the end of the first season and I don't think we had access to the second season yet. Whatever we had access to, we'd watched. Yeah. And and he goes, "Well, what happens next?" And I said, "We got to wait." Yeah. Um, but there is a, and he goes, isn't there a, isn't there a manga? And I was like, yes, there is a manga. Well, let's go get it. Where? The library. You're yeah. a genius. Yeah. Like it hadn't even occurred oh to God, me. Yeah. And so literally the first time that I read the manga was, um, I mean, I have been a ride or die Sailor Moon fan since the minute that I discovered it, which is mm-hmm. weird. Like I was the, <laughs> I was not the right age to catch, catch yeah. it, and it did it anyway but it never occurred to me to go read the manga until my kid says it to me about three years ago so three years ago is yeah. the first time I'd ever read the manga yeah but I mean Sailor Moon is one of those anime that for the time and for the the theme the overall theme with it's 
you know, females, powerful females, where mm-hmm. they had the counterpart of a lot of powerful males, it attracted a lot of guys. Cause I remember going in high school, we could go to the library to, you know, for a couple minutes, and I'd print out different anime, you know, start freehand drawn, and they would act like it's pornography. Like, what is that? That's Japanese. You can't do it. But everything was so secluded and shrouded. Like, there's hard to find VHS. It's hard to find any kind of manga, any kind of full, like, even 10-minute segments of a show that, again, like you said, things now were like, oh, well, like, uh, Richard had to tell me about Zing, uh, Zingbox, and it's got, like, a library of manga where you can just go in and read. Now, it doesn't have everything, but I'm like, dude, that's crazy, because they shut down so many sites. Like, oh, well, we don't have rights to these mm-hmm. anime or manga, so we have to shut this down, and it, the sites keep getting... Even now, in 2018, there's fewer sites to find that stuff, but you can go check it out at the library. They have, yeah. I think some... That's of, what we're doing with My Hero dude, Academia now. That's, this week. <sighs> just, and it was the mm. same thing, where it was like, well, I'm just going to go look at the library, yeah. but it just it just... I mean, I was getting tons of American comic books from the library yeah. is why my kid had the idea. He's like, let's just go look. But it just never occurred to me. And I'll say um, they're doing a really great job on Crystal. But mm-hmm. the manga is absolutely fascinating. Like it is just bizarre on so many levels. And so it just gets so big yeah. by the end of it. It is existential. Mm-hmm. You know, like it is the the making or breaking of the universe and time and we're going to solve that with our friendship that's right and it's oh it's just mind-blowingly good yeah i like that but it's so weird and impressionistic by the end of it like Mm -hmm. i'm used to obviously i've been reading comic books almost my whole life i'm used to having to fill in the blanks between the panels right like that's that's part of the way comics work Mm -hmm. but some of these giant cosmic battles in Sailor Moon are so broad strokes in the manga. Yeah. It's almost like I'm just looking at impressionistic drawings <laughs> that suggest yeah. girls cool. in sailor costumes mm-hmm. fighting existential dread. Yeah. What is? How do you even draw that? Well, the answer is she didn't really. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but it, but it still she works. What she wanted was. Yeah. It's very. Yeah. It's just very fantastical. Like mm-hmm. in a. Um, I don't want to say a wholly non-Western way because she really does draw. Takeuchi drew a lot on yeah. classical mythology themes and stuff to to get to this place. Yeah. But it, yeah, by the end of it, it's just it's just spanning millennia every time you turn the page. Yeah. And it's it's one of those like because uh, I haven't got on Crystal yet. I keep hearing about it. It's in my queue. Haven't got on it, but it's an uh, anime and a manga that's been going so long that. As it continues to go, like you're saying, it takes on it's it's got its own life. Like people are, some people are always excited. Some people are getting kind of tired of Dragon Ball because it's mm-hmm. been in the forefront. It's a group of guys going out and battling. And then when we got our first female Saiyans, they could turn Super Saiyan. Everybody was going crazy because again, whether it's live action or anime comics, representation is what people want. They want yeah. to see themselves. And Sailor Moon has done a great job. Where people are like, dude, I. I have rarely heard probably like two or three people over the last six years say, I don't really do Sailor Moon. And I'm like, dude, I do Sailor Moon. And I, and the stuff that Monica gives me on this show, you wouldn't think I would get into. <laughs> it's like, I say I love you and everything else. I'm like, I'm 
a hundred percent down for this. I go home to my wife. I love high school love stories. Oh, dude, I like. I'm. I think that I've started buying clothes like some of the anime that I've been watching, and I'm just gonna start role playing like the bad boy and see if my wife digs that or like I love you. Please just. I don't understand how that's different than what you're doing now, man. That. That is true. Uh, with the- <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, real question. Okay, serious question. You can use their American name or just their Senshi name mm-hmm. if you need to, Monica. Who is your favorite? Okay. Mm. Oh, Jupiter. Okay, high okay, five. Okay, Jupiter's cool. Yeah. I like Jupiter. Jupiter I will- and Pluto. I do like Pluto for the outer Senshi. Okay. I always... But Jupiter is number one. Jupiter. Same. One. See, Ju- I like that she had superpowers even before she became a Senshi. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give you that. I will give well, you I like, that. I like how she's still so feminine, even though. Yeah, like, totally. She's the mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's yeah. real. She's like gonna she's bake the for them. She's gonna cook for caring. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. She's also and the strongest, and will also straight most, punch a yakuza. <laughs> yeah, I think she has the most power, other than like like raw power, other than like Usagi herself. See, I, one of mine, uh, my second is Pluto, uh, but I always like Serena because I'm like kind of staying in line with Goku. Goku's not smart. He's a fighter. She's not the brightest, but she's willing to give her all to the cause. And then she can unite her friends together for that purpose. Now, is she siphoning off of them? And sometimes, but she has a strong, that's why like, I like the unity. You have Mm -hmm. your small circle around you that keep you, you know, straight, keep your head on straight. Now there's a lot of stuff that she did that was stupid, but the thing here's the thing too a big difference between the the 92 anime mm-hmm. and the manga or crystal um is because they don't stretch mm-hmm. again i liked some yeah. of that stuff oh, but yeah. in other ways she says so stupid and so immature for so much longer yeah. whereas she actually like grows into her role, role yeah. are you are you guys familiar with the five man band trope like mm-hmm. as a as a storytelling are you guys familiar with this, Monica? Have you heard this? I, I am not. I am not. Okay, real quick. <laughs> so when you're putting together a team of people, yeah. five is a good round number. Mm-hmm. Uh, three's good, but that's a power trio, and it's different. Yeah. Uh, but in your five-man band... Oh, are you talking like your party? Yes, but it's not... But, but for storytelling reasons, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. the leader, yeah. the lancer, mm-hmm. who is the equal but opposite to the like they don't get along with the leader they're you know the bad yeah. they're the bad boy if the leader is the good guy you know that kind of thing you're han solo to your luke skywalker yeah. although honestly yeah. <laughs> that's more like a power trio but that's a different conversation you know what yeah. i digress <laughs> so you got your leader your lancer your muscle your brain and your heart mm-hmm. and the thing that i find fascinating about sailor moon is that the heart is the leader like yeah. that never ha- we don't do that yeah, here like that's no, not Western. You can and it's watch, not uh, male. Uh, what is it? Uh, Captain Planet. Mati was never yeah, like that guy's the, not. In yeah, charge. he's he's the yeah. lowest one of the total pole. But but I mean, even though she, yeah, you, Monica, you're right. She has Usagi has the by far the most like raw power, but it's not destructive. Yeah, most of the mm-hmm. time, or or if it and if it does destroy you, you were a being of hate and evil, yeah. right? Like it literally can't hurt you unless you are. It's yeah. antithesis. So Evil. yeah, most raw power, but uh, but it's a nurturing, it's a healing, it's you know, and and Usagi really is the heart. She's definitely not yeah. the brains that is filled. Mm-hmm. She's not the muscle that is filled. Yeah. You know all that stuff. Um, allowing the heart to also be the leader and not really even bothering with a lancer is really 
different. It's a thing that mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I could name another place where I've seen that outside of Sailor Moon. Yeah. And that's why I tried. Kind of put Ray in as the Lancer. You def- yeah. Yes. A uh, little bit. Then you have Venus, who's totally the, the supposed leader role. But you're right. Like, there's no one else has done that where they've centered it around the heart, around, around the heart character. Ray is yeah. definitely the closest you get to mm-hmm. a Lancer, if only because. She's so angry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think she's as brave as she is mad at everything, you know. Um, Right. She's just willing to do it on principle. Uh, But but even then, and again, this the 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 90s, the early 90s anime, like really stretched this out. But even there again, she remains this person whose intention with Usagi throughout the whole thing. But it becomes like a nurturing tension, mm-hmm. like a you can do better instead of yeah. stop being a screw up, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just a fascinating way to put together a story yeah. that I mean, I mean, I I haven't seen tons of magical girl anime, but even the other ones I see don't do that quite as just like just with such purpose. Mm-hmm. The, and I'm sure I mean. Takeuchi would not have said it this way, but the idea of making the heart the leader and just not apologizing for it and making the rest of the story conform to the fact yeah. that the the person who needs to solve this problem will not solve it by punching or shooting fire or lasers. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going to love it through or that, believe yeah. through it or, mm-hmm. you know, um, man, it's just that's powerful. On, yeah. Without going too far down this rabbit trail, it's really what I wanted from Wonder Woman. Yeah, and almost got it until mm-hmm. the third act, mm-hmm. yeah. and then and then we're just going to go back to punching war because that's a thing that makes sense. But yeah, yeah. but but that but, yeah, I don't know that I would have known to want that thing if I hadn't had to. Sailor Moon floating around in in the back of my mind. Yeah, it's so if you guys powerful story juju. If you guys have not watched read, you have to get on it. Uh, I know one thing that kind of stuck out with me because I was always. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite? Who'd you say your favorite was? Oh, Usagi okay. is your favorite. Yeah. That's right. And okay. I want to say the thing. What? So you haven't read the manga, and I don't think this made it into it. Maybe it did make it into Crystal, but you haven't watched Crystal yet. Not yet. So there, there is a podcast that I had listened to now and then about Sailor Moon called mm-hmm. Sailor Business. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the two hosts says that we all say we want to be one of the other senshi, but... In reality, where Usagi, and he oh, always yeah. points back to her introduction. Mm-hmm. Her introduction, like on the first page, she says, I'm Usagi Sakino, age 14, blood type, you know, all that stuff yeah. they do. And then she says, and my hobbies are eating, sleeping, and taking the easy way out. There we go. And I was like, okay, yep. that's fair. That's, I, a, that's a good spirit animal right there. I'll do, I mean, and as you get older, you kind of, you can see it more. Because when I was younger, it was just, I was smaller than everybody for a while. And then all of a sudden I got bigger and doing martial arts. It's like, well, you're hitting everybody too hard. I was disqualified from tournaments for like three years, conse- like consecutively. And, uh, like watching Sailor Moon, it's like, that's what I need to do. I need to use like my cousin Josh and the people around me to get better instead of just going, I mean, bull in the China shop. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, the, the, Strong guy, whoever it is, you see it with uh, in comics. Ben Grimm, he's strong, but what's you know his deal is appearance, not being loved. It's mm-hmm. all about his heart. He had he had to strengthen his heart, and he does that with his friends. So if you do that, which Sailor Moon heavily depends on that message that they send out, it makes you reflect deeper into yourself. And as you get older, you're like, dude, this is me and my wife. Like, eat, sleep, 
And then if these dogs, if this was, if these dogs were just well, just well uh, mannered, or if this was just the, that easy way, <laughs> that just make my life so much easier. And you are living by those three principles. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but and yeah. especially as a teenager, when I discovered this, mm-hmm. that if I had been a more honest person, mm-hmm. honest with myself, <laughs> eating, sleeping, taking the easy way out. Yeah, that's right. Monica, do you have anything <laughs> that you want to add to that before we take our first a little bit of break? Uh, no, I think that sounds good. Um, I agree with everything that's been said. Well, you don't have to agree with us. You can indeed challenge us, butt heads with us. I can challenge you, but I agree with it. Like I okay. think it's great that they they have such a flawed leader. And a flawed main character. And it worked really well. And I think this is, because uh, we were talking about Marvel and DC Comics, like the cinematic universe. I think the reason why people can gravitate to certain characters more than others is because they can see themselves. And mm-hmm. you see those flaws in somebody else. Like, oh, well, that you immediately start trying. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that if she ended. But you don't know until you're that situation. Then after everything plays out, like, oh, well. You know, I yeah, I probably would have done the same thing given the circumstances. So yeah, it does, and that, that's the reason why I didn't venture outside of this genre. That tsunami block, there were certain ones that hit at the core, and there were certain ones like ah, I'm not watching that again. Sailor Moon has been one that I go back to. I love Sailor, and I always Tuxedo Melvin was was just like <laughs> the funniest thing to me. I always have to go back. He is one of the funniest anime characters I've seen, or that started my journey in anime. And it's just that's a very funny episode. That's oh, fighting with shrimp. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I want my glasses to look like that. That's not significantly more ridiculous than fighting with roses, but whatever. Yeah, but okay. I gotta say, I really like roses. tuxedo masks, like aesthetic. Oh, like yeah. I like what he's doing there, but especially but with that. Crystal, where they handle it really well, mm-hmm. I like him as a supporting character way more. Like, mm-hmm. like he's just. Air quotes, just the yeah. love interest, right? Like yeah. it's, he's, he's really important to the story, just not in the way that we would that normally, want hey, uh, the dude is going to show up and take charge. That is literally never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, not at all. And I think that's, that's, that's cool that yeah. you can do that. Yeah. Not afraid No, but to they take did those. take away some things that I kind of wish they had kept in that old cartoon. Like, like the, like, you know, the first four villains were his generals. You know, Jedi yeah. can bite. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was and, more, and he a more personal those tie. Gems. He can, yeah, he can keep because they're part of Earth, and so he was like the king of Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like later in the, in, like at least in the manga, I remember he would like have consultations with these gems, and like mm-hmm. their ghost forms would come up, and like he could actually consult them and then relay that information to Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the four yeah. kings of heaven as generals who turned on their king is pretty hot stuff yeah. however that means that we also have the uh the senshi as their love interests at least a thousand years in the past to which i call yeah. wait can i say that uh we can believe it out we'll okay i'm sorry <laughs> it's <laughs> that the the senshi are into each other yeah yeah these these dudes with the epaulets and the short capes, I get I get why you might want them. Look at that style. Yeah, but but no. no, that's not what we're gonna do here. It's not what we're gonna do. So uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick a little bit of break. We'll come back because uh, I still want to rate this this anime before we move on to anime watch swap. Because Monica's been 
gone and here and you guys you guys know who's the rock of this podcast uh but we have to <laughs> we we have to actually see what she thought about dice array so we'll be right back to oklahoma's favorite anime podcast a little bit of anime Hey everybody, this is Elijah from A Little Bit of Anime here, and just like our show, we have authentic and original things coming straight from you, so to keep with that theme, we have partnered with Ripped Apparel. www.rippedapparel.com brings you the latest and greatest, not only anime, but comic book and pop culture crossover t-shirts. So make sure at checkout, use our promo code BITOANIME to receive a 10% discount. That means you get the lowest price for anything that you buy at Ripped Apparel. And when you go to Ripped Apparel, let them know the people that brighten their day came from a little bit of anime. And we are back. We are back to a little bit of anime. Oh, look at those shorts. Like, yeah, Monica's not in the studio right now, but we have Sailor Moon pulled up on the TV. Um, And we're going to have a, I think when I start Sailor Moon Crystal, we need to have a watch for the first, two three episodes so we'll oh, i'm to, done with that yeah i have to invite josh back up here and then watch it and see my reactions and wait wait so will you do it live like yeah. we we watch it on twitch or something like yeah. this yeah with real react as we go reactions yes i'll be offended yeah. if you don't invite me back <laughs> yes we're gonna do it uh because today uh, normally we're streaming on twitch today uh with me being late and the computer not cooperating like I wanted to. I don't want any lag or anything like that when I move this stuff over. So we didn't stream today. Um, but I will, uh, again, if you guys check twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000, there'll be updates on shows when those shows come out. And I wanted to make sure that Monica's sound quality was it was of the highest standard as well since she couldn't be here with us. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to do a live uh, uh, watch of uh, Sailor Moon Crystal so that way I can – you guys can see my face, see how excited I am, see the, uh, oh, I'm excited. the Sailor uniform I'm wearing. So it'll be – I have <laughs> – I almost have every uniform, like Sailor Moon, Saint Seiya, Ronin Warriors. I've got all these uniforms in my closet. I just wear them around my house. I don't show anybody, but for you guys out in Twitch, I will. Um, with that being said, let's – rate season one of Sailor Moon because so much so many things happen again meeting forming a team finding out what the value the worth of that team is uh you know uh fighting evil by moonlight you know this is what sure winning love by daylight yes. I mean this is what you do never running from a real fight uh, oh that's such a, a damn lie that's only in the American edition you said what? Like, does it make you a little sad that that's only in the American edition we got? Like, I thought that was the ending. Like, our words and everything. <laughs> For the longest time when we first watched Sailor Moon. Yeah. And then when I watched, like, the Japanese version, I was like, oh, that's different. Yeah, it is a little bit. I got to tell you, it is a little sad because mm-hmm. I really like some of the lines from, oh, that, yeah. from that song. Although that never running from a real fight is the biggest lie it is from minute yeah, one. She runs all the time, <laughs> and it's funny because I actually have that on a CD of like thirty greatest hits, and it's like the original Johnny Quest and uh, yeah. the uh, Amazing Chan Clan, Sailor Moon, Batman the Animated Series. I was like, they just threw Sailor Moon in here, and I'm digging it. I like that. Yeah, like that. that's my thing. Well, about. secret powers are sewn into her. Yes, I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, Josh. Rating on a scale of one to ten, how many? And since we're going to watch crystals, how many crystals do you give Sailor Moon season one? 
Okay, no matter what season one I'm talking about, it's Ten Crystals. Oh, there we go. I may like Crystal better because mm-hmm. it streamlines things, and like I said, it's just the the '90s one does go on a bit. Yeah, really. But, yeah, but it's even like so, Dragon Ball Kai, where they can condense it, it's more. If they'd split the difference, I'd really because there, like I say, there is some stuff with like the villains having some room to breathe, and some of that Max Stanfield stuff, mm. which I just and if you don't know the show, I don't even <laughs> we don't have time to go into it. Yeah, but just that whole that whole angle is just amazing. Um, and then you start asking really awkward questions like, how much do Molly and Melvin know? And when mm. do they know when it? When do they know? Because it. we Hi. just we just stop asking that question in the manga pretty quick. <laughs> But in the show, when you have three times or four times the story real estate. Anyway, ten crystals. Ten. There we go. Ten out of ten. All the crystals. All the crystals. Monica? All the crystals. I also give it all the crystals. Wow. That's like a, that's a first or a second here on the show after 44 well, I mean, episodes. You're talking about Sailor Moon. Like It spawned almost an entire genre. Yeah, but I mean. I feel like. I mean, it wasn't like the, the, the forerunner, but it was the one that made it. I'm just saying, like, some of the other anime that we watched deserved a 10, and you gave them, like, three. So I'm just saying that it's out of your character. I give things what they deserve. Oh, okay. Oh, I like so, that. I do. I like, I like that. that. So 10 out of 10, and you know me, it's it's a 10. Again, uh, this show has stuck with me since day one, and there are a lot of anime that I watched all the way through, and I cannot really tell you the first two episodes. I'm like... That that doesn't resonate with me. I don't know what they're trying to do. But Sailor Moon, if you're talking about fighting evil and pumps and heels, I'm down. I can do it. I've got. I the mean, if you're talking board. about season one, like season two, where they brought in Rini, I give it like like a nine and a half. What Rini the meanie? Like Chibi the, Usa is the English version. The like worst. I hated her so bad. Like in Crystal, she's a lot better. Okay, that so, is like, real talk because she's still annoying and terrible because that's her job. Mm-hmm. But then by by the the next arc, by the third season, when she's, she's gone through her better. own, you know, metamorphosis, Metal, her yeah. own uh, uh, maturing, I'm like, okay, you are still I not my favorite, but I get you. Yeah. I like you. Right. Yeah. Right. No, like like originally, with like yeah, American like back when it was just the dub version. I hated her. I hated her through everything. Even <laughs> so when they came bad. back and did like Sailor Moon R with like Pegasus, I was like, oh, there's yeah. too much freaking Rini in this show. <laughs> oh I God. forgot about Rini. Mm. It's been so long since I watched the English versions of these. Dude, yeah, she right, is like, she is she Sailor like, Mini okay, Moon? Mm-hmm. Yep, is Sailor that what they, they call her Sailor Mini Moon? Yeah. Okay, she reminds yep. me of uh, little Wa- little Washu from Tenchi Muyo because she's just like there, and you're like, okay. You're here, and you're 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 great. Sure. Yeah. How's that bell working out for you? Yeah, ruining everything for us. Hold uh, a gun on your once and future mom in your very first appearance. <laughs> yes. The hell is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, right. But that is straight oh, out of the manga too, and it is like oh. it is. It cannot be explained. Mm. Like it's an it is an escalation that makes no sense. On um, you turn the page and you're like, like she just pulled a nine. Hey, how the hell did this happen? <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. That's when you can't explain anything in anime. You got to do what you got to do. Sometimes it's a gun, it's a knife. Sometimes people mysteriously just vanish. It, it happens. Well, you know they do say being a parent is the number one riskiest job <laughs> in any anime. But that's so. why that's why there's not too many parents in anime. Yeah, they all right, died off exactly. before the first episode. Or they leave. There are more. That's true. There are more orphans in anime than there yes. are in Western superhero comics, and that's saying something. And none of them turned out to be Batman. It's like your nine hundred year old baby daughter comes to the past. That's right. Your nine hundred year old. 
who is oh, there's a lot of really disturbing truths about Chibiusa that are just best not thought. Not, yeah, not thought I think about. just like her whole her whole mess is disturbing. Is disturbing. Uh, yes. So, ten out of ten from everybody on the panel here. So that should tell you what you should. We're not trying to tell you what you should watch, but you should watch Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon Crystal, all the moons, even the mini moon. Look, it's. It's historical. At there this we point. go. Like it is a cultural artifact at this point. This is what yes. Nick Cage was trying to find in uh, National Treasure was the <laughs> the box set of Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon Crystal. So, uh, but ten out of ten, wonderful anime. Again, if you go to Patreon dot com forward slash Bito Anime, you get the full rundown of not only uh, Sailor Moon but Sailor Moon Crystal, like uh, who produced the show the plot, the theme, so you guys can read up more on it just because we can't go into everything that we want to or go through yeah, every really single big episode. Story. It's a really yeah. big story. Yeah. But that's where you get your information from. And again, uh, any anime that we talk about, any manga gets posted up on there um, and you get it early before anybody else. So to listen to this show, you'll get this show um, actually Monday. If you're listening to it and it's Thursday, it was released on Monday. What's wrong with you? You got to be on Patreon. But let's hit our favorite segment. And now it's time what you've been waiting for. It's time for the illustrious A Little Bit of Anime, Anime Watch Swap. Anime Watch Swap. Give us an Anime Watch Swap, Monica. Anime Watch Swap. There we go. Okay, so Monica, um, we've already talked, like, the before you had your family emergency, well, first you got hungover from your birthday. Happy birthday. I then, did. Then you had a family issue. I talked about uh, Blue Fantasy, or Grand Blue Fantasy, which is a uh, video game and an anime. We were talking about the animated series. I uh, talked about a couple more anime. The one that you were left on was... <laughs> Dicerae, which we actually got yes. from Mr. Richard Taplin, uh, which is basically a German anime. This uh, theme song is lit. Oh, I am yeah. into this. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's pretty cool. Uh, tell, I really like it. Tell us about it because I know Richard recommended listening to it with the American voice actors because their German accents were spot on. So, what did you think about <laughs> the anime? I mean, I really liked it. I almost had finished it before I had to leave. Um, I don't quite remember their names, so I'd have to go back through and, like, recap myself a little it's, it's, bit. It's been a but month. But I loved the okay. concept. Like, I was still at the point where I was kind of, um, where I wasn't quite sure what, what was happening, but I had, like, some theories in progress that I was ready to see if they would end up being correct. Um, whereas what all the stuff that happened in Germany, like, in the past mm -hmm. had to do with what was going on in like the future that they were showing and like the kid who is all responsible now cool. so like i love it when i'm questioning an anime all the way all up the way through, through episode eight on figuring out how i think it's going to end and what things mean like typically you can usually figure them out pretty quickly this one's going to leave you guessing and keep you on your toes and how many episodes because this is the anime from the tail end of or was it the beginning of 2018 or the tail end of 2017 that it came out? I think 17. I think it, was, it just started this year. I think it was oh, in so a lineup, wasn't it? Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not pulling it up right now. But it, it's like a, another 13-episode anime or 12. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I got through eight before I had to leave. And it was really good. Like, I love it. I, I love all the different... Uh, personalities that you get to see coming through and I, I, I feel like 
some of the people are reincarnated. I'm not going to say anything. Happening. I'm not going to say anything, but that could be true. That possibly Yeah, I, mean, I have a very strong feeling that's what's going on. So I love trying to figure out who is this person and why are they like this and then why are they like this again? And, like, do they remember their past? Like, stuff like that. And what's their whole goal? Like, I still don't, it's already episode eight when I, when I stopped. And I still didn't know exactly what the whole goal was for really anybody in the whole show. <laughs> gotcha. But I wasn't, like, it wasn't upsetting. It was. It is like, just I'm, I'm enticing, interesting, yeah. Uh, how many generals do you give this out of ten? Oh, I give it nine and a half generals. Oh, if we had a ten, we had a nine and a half, dude. I uh, can't do two tens. Like, I feel like there's too much no, pressure. No, 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 no. You don't do it. You give it what it's worth. Don't say. Okay. Is it is it worth a ten or is it a nine and a half? At episode eight, I'll give it a nine and a half. Okay. Because okay. st- it's still open-ended. Like, it could, like, end up, like, having a horrible ending that I'm upset with. So, right now, until I finish it, I'm giving it a nine and a half. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Um, but if I finish when I finish it, I will let everybody know if it has been bumped up to a ten. Okay, okay, I'll be waiting that uh, on pins and needles. So that was Dice Array. You can find that on again any of these legal streaming services: Crunchyroll, Funimation, VRV. If you go to VRV, you pay nine ninety nine and you get both Crunchyroll and Funimation, but you also get like Rooster Teeth, Nerdist, any of these pop culture anime comic sites. Geek and Sundry, Rooster Teeth, Rooster teeth. Uh, and again, it's just nine ninety nine a month, or you can do Crunchyroll for six ninety nine a month. Um, I think they have a premium package that might be seven or eight dollars. Then Funimation is nine ninety nine a month, but you get all these stream legally. You can do your subs, your dubs, whatever you want, but you can see these episodes there. So again, we were recommended to watch it with the English uh, voice actors because their German accents were spot on. That's not a Gordon Ramsay's accent. I'm just using what he says. Um, but <laughs> what anime do you have for me for next week's swap? All right. So this showed up in my queue just recently. Mm-hmm. And it is called, uh, I think it's uh, Darling in the Franks. Franks? F-R-A-N-X-X. All right. And you know you know what you have to do. You have to text that to me. So I don't forget. <laughs> so you said Darling in the Franks? Darling in the Franks or Franks. It looks it looks a little Robotech y. Okay. I can like, get it. It really reminds me strongly of Robotech just from the cover art. So I can get with some I'll send, stuff. I'll send you that link. Okay. And then the one that I have for you, have you watched Black Clover yet? Uh I've started the first episode. <sighs> I haven't gone all the way through four. Oh uh, no, no. You've already started it. I know that's something that you're gonna no, watch. No, no, give me Black Clover no. and make me watch it in English. There is no English dub to it yet. I thought there was. No, it just finished. Yeah, there like, is. Where at? VRV? On Funimation. VRV. No, I want you to listen to the Japanese. Okay, I'll give you Black Clover because I dug Black Clover. Um, And for you guys that have not seen it, it's everybody is born with some amount of magical ability. Some people uh, get their magical books sent to them on a certain day throughout the year. And then once they get their book, they enhance their magical abilities, go to the uh, king's castle. And everybody is trying to be a magical knight and work their way up to be the wizard king. And so you have two boys, Asta and you know, you know, is gifted. He gets the four leaf clover book. And then Asta has no magical powers at all. But he awakens a five clover book, which his power is like basically magic negation. And we think it's coming from, 
I don't know, from a demon or something. I mean, it's a black book, so you really can't tell. Um, and then you just follow these two orphans throughout the story that come from the slums. They're nothing. And do they make it to be magical knights or do they have to struggle even more? Can they end up supporting all the other orphans at the farm that they live on at the church? So it's it's unity, rivalship. Follow your passion and dream. Don't let anything hold you back. Uh, but it's it's a very nice little tale because everybody that you meet, you get a little side story, and that kind of helps build the char- the main two characters, even though they're on two different journeys. So uh, I think you'll like it watching the next three episodes because uh, the first episode, I was like, ah, I don't know how I like this. I can't get past the way that Asta's talking. And then afterwards, right. I was like, dude, this is this is my show. I have to watch this. So every morning, I do an hour and a half, maybe two hours worth of cardio. Bam, I'm right there watching anime. And I'm sad that season one is over for Black Clover. But I think you'll like it. So we have Black Clover. And then, it sounds very Maritomi's fairy tale-like. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to lie because that's exactly how I described it to Rich. I was like, it's like... Naruto it being a loud, boisterous character, but then you have this silent Sasuke, uh, but they do butt heads and they do care for each other. And then you have that magical aspect from fairy tale. But there's there's some other components that make it stand out. So. Make it his own. I mean, that's fine because I, mean, I love both those shows. So yeah, it looks really good. I've been wanting it's been on my list for a while. And I heard that the... Uh, artist and writer for Naruto did uh, put out some information on Naruto and Hinata, like when they were teenagers before they got married. I know. And once I find it, I will post it up on the little bit of anime page and let you guys see that. And I'll send it to you first because you're already over there. You can't breathe. You need to do some cardio. I'm or... so oh, there he is. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were passing out over there. I it, was excitement. a little bit, but then I came back. <laughs> It, it, it tells about how Hinata cheated on Naruto with Sasuke several times. She's a homewrecker. Yeah, that would be an interesting child. I will say that. Like, yeah. I'm ready for Boruto and Salada <laughs> to have a kid to see, like, what's going to happen with their no, eyes. No, 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 no. Th- that's the only reason that you want people to, like, have babies on Naruto is because the eyes. Like, what's going to happen with their eyes? Are they going to get this this uh, kick again, Kai, or whatever? Like, when the Byakugan and the Sharingan, like, combine, like, I wanna, what is that? Like, I want to see. I want to see uh, Kakashi's kids. But we digress. Uh, we, we've I've given you Black Clover. And what anime did you give me to watch for next week's show? Darling in the Franks. Darling in the Franks. 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 You just F-R-A-N-X-X. say Franks. It just sounds fancy with it. Uh, we dissected Sailor Moon with Mr. Joshua Unruh. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. I'm glad to be here. And before we get out of here, tell everybody... Uh, any upcoming books that you have or anything that you have out and then the podcast and where they can find you. Okay. So (laughs) one of the reasons that I love Sailor Moon is because on top of everything else that it is, it's a superhero story. Mm -hmm. It's a really different kind of superhero story, but it's superhero story. I do a lot in superhero stuff. So most of my podcasts are tied into superhero dissection or something like that. So I have a superhero university which is a little bit informational and a little bit like a book club. So Mm -hmm. if you want to read more superhero characters than what you get on TV and movies, but you're not sure where to start, I can help out with this. Yeah. Um, Have have you covered Jessica Jones yet? uh, No, because I am not the biggest Brian Michael Bendis fan. Mm Got you. That's all you have to say. (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But we have covered um, Wonder Woman Year One. We've Mm -hmm. covered uh, Batgirl of Burnside. And we are shortly to start 
Batman and Son. Yes. So I'm very mm-hmm. excited about that. And then I promise to do Marvel things. Okay. But this is what the patrons have you pick, done a Catwoman? So. I haven't done I mean, a Catwoman. And then she's technically a superhero. That's uh, okay. No, I haven't done a Catwoman yet. Um, so what I generally try to do as Superhero University is pick like a really either excellent or very definitive run. Mm-hmm. I could do like um, Selena's Big Score. That would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or possibly, this is... This is a little less her specifically, but she and Batman are engaged in yes, the main book right now. Yes. I haven't read any of that stuff, but I hear it's great, and it's Ooh. sitting on my shelf. Mm. So that could easily happen, too. Blast Although, like I said, I have to do <laughs> some Marvel guys in there somewhere. Yeah. But uh, um, So Superhero University is that. Uh, I go through all of the MCU while we're in the process of going through all of the MCU with my co-host Lonnie Diane Rich, who is a story expert. She teaches storytelling and screenwriting at the university level. Mm. And I bring the superhero comic book stuff and she brings the narrative nerd stuff to a show we call Listen Up A-Holes <laughs> because we really like that Star-Lord line. Um, yeah, so those those are those are the... Those are the main ones. I, I'm trying really hard to launch a, a Sailor Moon podcast. I'm working on it. I just oh, got a lot going on. Oh, that would be amazing. On the fiction side, because I also do write fiction, um, you may enjoy... Well, you can find all of my stuff on Amazon. Uh, but also, my co-writer and I, Daniel Swenson, we write a more or less monthly sort of magazine, pulp-style stories with mystery men set in a alt history 1930s um that we're we're pretty proud of we're about to wrap up what we call season one it's pretty Mm. exciting uh and that's uh masks and mysteries you can find that i'm pretty the 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 wrinkle there is that we tell stories set in that era that would have been overlooked at the time so we tell a lot of like uh mystery men like the shadow or like green hornet Mm -hmm. except um he's african-american it would have been overlooked or another one of mine is um a he was a hollywood stunt man but he's blackballed because he's gay yeah um we have a gentlewoman thief i mean we just try and and we really like the aesthetic of those kinds of pulp stories but oh, we're yeah. tired of them always being about straight white dudes yeah so we're doing what we can there. as as everybody is as <laughs> everybody because should be every time that you turn around like uh, i think mark bernard and kevin smith were talking about when iron fist Around that time, they could have did, um, now I'm forgetting his name, the other martial artist, Chang. Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi. Master of Kung Fu. Yeah, and could have, like, could have cast an actual Asian, Asian-American, done whatever you want, something different. Besides, Probably should have cast an Asian-American as Iron yeah. Fist anyway, but yeah. that's a whole other, Yeah, I'll just stop. Yeah. We, we had that conversation. I'll tell you what, that is, the, that is the only part of Listen Up A-Holes that I'm dreading, mm. is getting through Iron Fist. It is like I've watched everything over. I even went back and watched Jessica Jones season one and like got that done in two days, got season two done in two days. And I was like, maybe I should watch these. And I came across Iron Fist. I was like, nah, shameless. I'm going to watch shameless. All seven seasons of shameless. So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be that's going to be a chore. Honestly, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, it's going to be. Tough. I love the music. But why is Danny Rand listening to Wu-Tang and and why does he really want his company back when it has no value to it? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, questions. I get Luke Cage's music choices because, yes, he and I are the exact same age. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand him. But Danny just yeah. that's why. What, 
this is a rabbit trail. We should be careful. But I that's know. why I really liked Defenders, because at least 35% of Defenders was, let's drag Danny Rand. Yes. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're the only, you know, cog that is messing up everything, Danny. And he's fighting everybody. The only, I want to say this, uh, just because she put out a, a tweet to Luke Cage. She said, uh, I know, uh, watch the new trailers. Like, I know you're on fire and things are rough, but if you ever need some coffee, you can have some. And Luke uh, wrote back on, on Twitter. It was like saying, I'm sorry, but the only coffee I drink now is with Claire. And that goes, the only Danny that I like is Danny Fernandez, who was part of the Krillnet <laughs> podcast. So there we go. But yeah. yeah, Danny Rand. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I, I mean, just honestly, that's going to be tough. That's yeah. that's because uh, there's a couple of bits of the MCU that I think are kind of terrible, but they're mostly in the movies, and I'll be done in two hours. Yeah, but with that, you have thirteen. <sighs> like, what is up with these? Uh, okay, again, thirteen yeah, episode yeah. seasons. Danny, ten is good. Yeah, ten is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Monica. We kind of jumped. No, on you're that. fine. Yeah, Monica's that's, like, I didn't that's watch one it reason I really want to hit. I, I, I mean someplace where I can talk about Sailor Moon more expansively because mm, there's so much it's so similar to superhero stories that I'm used to but diverges in these really fundamental and fascinating ways that literally change everything yeah like like they change everything it's not just a team of woman superheroes we've we have we don't have enough of those but we've yeah. had those and it and it is that that's great but it's also this I'm going to love my enemies to death. I'm going to faith my enemies to death. And at the end of the day, I'm going to win because I am surrounded by loving female relationships. Have you? It's amazing. Have you started Jessica Jones season two yet? Just barely. Okay. I think that is. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a much more kind of grittier, mature take on that. You, But Patsy yeah. is so already that for Jessica. And I want Jessica to be oh. that for Patsy. I got. Yeah, I yeah. got lots of Jess and Pat's feels. There's going to be. I'm a sorry, whole I keep saying lot. Patsy because I love Hellcat from I know. the comics. It's Trish. It's don't, Trish. No, don't don't worry about it. It's don't Trish. worry it's about fine. it. They're different characters. It's fine. When when you see Patsy in the nightclub, you guys, you guys go out and watch it. Sailor Moon, you got to watch it. Uh, just fabulous. And then um, keep going podcast because you have about as many as I do. And then I've also got a show called An Animated Discussion which will be all about the entire DC animated universe, but we're starting at the beginning and doing Batman, the animated series season one. We're not covering every single episode because not every episode is great. You just made Paul Dini cry. It's facts, not, but, but (laughs) most of them are very good. And that's the reason we skip them because how many times can you talk about how, yeah, this one's pretty good. Like we have to talk about the real truth is, uh, an, a C on BTAS is an A on anything else. <laughs> and there's just a lot of C that's harder to talk about. So we yeah. will talk about the cream, right? And I do that one along with a film critic extraordinaire friend of mine who is also my editor at the Cinematropolis, Caleb Masters. Mm. It joins me to talk about BTAS. He brings the film critic and I bring the comic book critic, and it's pretty magical. It's magical. And if you want to hear about all of this stuff, all the essays I'm writing, all the fiction I'm writing, all the podcasts that I do, just follow me on Twitter at Joshua Unruh, J-O-S-H-U-A-U-N-R-U-H. And Monica, tell the people where they can find this lovely podcast. Uh, You can find our podcast on on Facebook at Little Bit of Anime, on Twitter, podcast. Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at bitoanime. Mm, And you can email us at little.bit.o.anime at gmail.com. You can hear us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. Um, 
Everywhere. You can and at the Black and Studios website. And if you have like an old timey radio, you can just turn that down. There we go. Or if there's like a homeless person, homeless person sitting out there, they have listened to the podcast. They can recite it for you. There's one. His name is Turk. You just go under the underpass off Memorial and Penn if you see him there. Uh, Just tell him, (laughs) say, episode two, episode 14. He's got them all memorized in his head but you guys just follow the show one thing that helps us not only the contributions on patreon but if you just share this downloaded episode from whatever platform you're using let your friends know if they want to know what anime to watch or they want to know about a specific show just do it just like nike just do it anime rules the world and it's ruled by girls especially on this episode, which is Sailor Moon. So thank you guys for joining us again. Thank you, Josh, for coming in. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. we got to come back for the Sailor Moon Crystal uh, Twitch live stream. I'm into it. I'm here for it. And we have to have another, uh, like... Superpowered is on hiatus, but we have to have another comic book debate. Uh, we got to do that on my show. We got to get that going because I love those. Um, but thank you, Monica, for calling in since you couldn't be here. The She's doubling down today. Usually I have multiple podcasts, but Monica's holding it down in that realm. She is the vivacious vixen of voice acting. <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in for another exciting episode of A Little Bit of Anime. And remember to brighten your day. Oh man, she always sick, and you, I messed that up. Go ahead, do it again. He said, remember to brighten your day with a little bit of anime. anime.